Ted, it's 2024, and you know what that means. It's time for a new start. It's time to become the tep dads we always knew we could be but haven't been yet because of BS, fake friends, and drama. That's absolutely right. And most of all, it's time for predictions. That's right. We're going to soothsay. We're going to look into the crystal ball. We're going to scry the year ahead, and we're going to give you the ideas that will definitely 110% come true this year. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, folks. Here's some news you can use. The past is the past. And once something happens, it actually doesn't exist anymore. Uh, let me ask you a question, Ted. Functionally, okay. functionally, what is the difference between the past and a dream? Uh, dreams have eggs. Fair enough. Okay. Dreams can sometimes be wet due to condensation. Counterpoint, though, you've been wet in real life, too. Shout out the pond. Okay. Counterpoint, cross point. Also, uh, dreams are... Uh, I cannot tell them apart. Yeah, exactly. So the point is that the past is but a dream that we've already had, and the future is a dream we have yet to have. And anything is possible, and it's our job as tech journalists. It's our noble obligation to predict what 2024 has in store. Take it away, Ted. Uh, let's go one for one. What do you think we're going to be seeing in the world of tech this year? My prediction not one single Tesla will hit one single pedestrian in 2024. I think this could be the year. I think we could do it. And the thing is, like, regardless of whether pedestrians do get hit and K'd or not, I think we can agree from here on out, you've been warned. Totally. It's like Uncle Seth. Like, Uncle Seth, first time he shoots me with a bow and hits me with a dummy arrow. Right. That hurt, and it's his fault for doing that, but it's also my fault for trying to go into his garden and steal some vegetables. You know, shout out Peter Cottontail. I wanted to show Dennis that it was realistic, that Peter Cottontail could do that. And, you know, shout out Dennis said, well, I never questioned that you could steal from a garden. And I said, well, what's the point of this, Dennis? And he said, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, you know, the point is, if after five or six times I'm still getting hit with arrows, it's like, well, I should know not to go into the into the garden. You shouldn't steal carrots anymore. I'll buy you carrots. Well, this is before you were doing as well. So all that is to say, 2020-24, we're going to see no pedestrian fatalities from the Tepsla, and if we do, it's not Elon's fault. Get out of the way. That was a great one, Ted. All right, here's mine. I think 2024 is the year of AI movies. I think they're ready. I'm ready for them. I'm ready for it. Let me paint you a picture. This is where I believe streaming is heading. Okay. You go on to Netflix. Yeah. You open it up. You click on your profile, not mine, or Gareth's. Sure. Instead of seeing all your thumbnails, you see a, a search bar-like thing with a little question mark, what would you like to watch Daddy. Then with the power of generative AI and mid-journey, you could type in, I want to watch the Minions movie, but... Rated R. Yeah, you could type that in. Minions movie rated R, funny goofs and raunchy comedy in the style of Austin P2. Oh my gosh. Generate. Ted, I love this. I mean, I want to do a mini AI corner here because I think people say, oh, AI is so easy. You just put in the words like Minions Rated R and it'll just make a movie. And it's like, actually, if you put that in an AI, it will make something that is interesting. Very interesting. But not really a movie. Like using AI is like using a samurai sword. Like you give an average man a katana, you give Marvin a katana, ching, his head's getting chopped straight off. Because he hasn't trained. He hasn't spent time in the bamboo grove. He hasn't wandered around. He hasn't listened to the little bells. He hasn't done any of the tasks that seem unrelated to the katana, but are actually essential to the sort of intercom required. Yeah. And when I tried to lecture him, you know, that he was my student now and I was going to train him, 
he zoned out. And to be fair, so did you, but... I did. That's because he sucked. I know, and it did just evolve into him playing Sudoku and, and me reading Calvin and Hobbes with the samurai sword. Yeah. But I think that's lesson one. But the point is, like, a katana is a powerful weapon, but in the wrong hands, it's... Boring, and you go play Sudoku. Same with AI. Like, you have to have such mastery. Indeed. You have to learn how to use certain keywords, like... Winnie the Pooh Thrupple. Ultra-realistic 4K Mary Poppins Thrupple adventure. Bert, Mary, and Uncle Albert. Cuddle Puddle. 16 by 9. Photorealistic 4K close-up SpongeBob Stubble. Realistic Wide Patrick Dreamy Eyes. Cuddle Amorous Squidward. Ultra-realistic Krabby Patty Residue. Ultra-realistic 4K Ted Lasso Execution. Janet J. Nip Slip. Reference image. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, everybody! Hey, hey. welcome to hey. Tep Talk 2024, your number one source for New Year's Tep news, information, gossip, resolutions, predictions, and ho 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 holiday cheer. I'm one of your hosts, Tep Tim, and I'm Santa. I'm still Santa. Yeah. I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Hi, I'm Tep Ted. Nothing to talk uh, about. Steiner, Dream Quester, Necromancer Level 9, and co-host of Tep Talk Podcast. Can't wait for the gossip New Year's and shenanigans, but I need to talk about the Santa situation. There's nothing to talk about. Alrighty. I just want to go over one thing. Holidays have passed, Tim. So uh, the Santa thing, we can we can probably unpack. Ha! Like a Christmas present! Ho, ho, ho! It's done. Don't you think it's done? Sounds to me like somebody didn't get enough Christmas presents under his tree right. due to his right, father Tim. being a naughty boy. Your dad's on the naughty list, and that's he's going to yeah. get a spanking from Santa next year. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Okay. we got to talk about this, Tim. I'm sorry. i got to rein you in, buddy. No, Dad, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just having a good... I'm just goofing around here. Listen. Just keeping it light. Tim, Christmas is over. I know that. Ted, I know I'm not Santa. Do you? Yes, I know I'm Okay. Do you All really? All right, Ted. Someone's been in the hot springs tub a little too long. I think it cooked your bee, your brain, okay, not well, your bees. Or your I know bee. that Joachim Phoenix couldn't stop playing Napoleon. He, you know, he, he spoke in French for a year. Yeah, and he didn't even speak in French in the movie. Yeah, well. I think they made him do two takes because I think he did it all in French and they were like. I can't understand. That's not French. But I, so I think they did two takes of everything. They did, they did two cameras, kind of like with the room. Yeah, well, speaking of which, you are tearing me apart, Tim. Oh, Ted, I'm sorry. I, I'm just trying to have a little fun here, folks. Let me be perfectly clear. I'm not Santa. I know that, obviously. Right. I was never Santa. I was just the Santa ringing the bell at the Petco this Christmas after Gareth's friend got sick mysteriously. And it's a new year. And I feel like it's time to move on, start afresh, get a new year going. Yes. You know, no, I agree. Come up with some new fun predictions. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But I do, I'm feeling a bit like, I know that being Santa this year. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, it gave you something. Oh, it was so I want to respect great, that. Ted. Honestly, the feeling of the bell, for me, it's less about the swinging the bell forward. It's that back swing oh man yeah you did get it really good at flicking it forward really hard you know how when people like have a kid and they say like i thought i knew what my life was about 
till I had my kid. And then I realized like, this is my purpose. This is what I'm here to do. Yeah. Shout out, Corey. I didn't feel that way at all. But I felt that way when I rang that bell, when I put on that Santa outfit and rang that bell. Like, yes, this is what I've been missing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a pity Christmas is once a year. You know, well, and that it's yeah, over. It is a pity, and yet necessity is the mother of invention, Ted. Like, look, Steve Jobs said people are on their phones, but they're not on their phones enough. What a conundrum. I know what we'll do. We'll put the apple on the phone. And then they can be on their phone all the time. All the time. Like, he didn't just say, oh, well, you can't be on your phone all the time. <laughs> For me, it's like, oh, well, Christmas is once a year. Is it? Look, Janu Santa is a great concept. I love the color change. Well, Santa only wears red and white at Christmas. I think he wears black and green in the new year. Like a gamer's computer. Exactly. Which, I mean, and honestly, that was, a again, speaking of mother being the invention of necessity, that was another one that kind of was convenient because my suit was getting pretty dirty after ringing this ding-dong bell for so many yeah. weeks and sleeping out here and sort of living here all the time. Yeah, look. I want to support you. Well, just put a little change in my bucket, young man. Ho, ho, ho. All right, I will. I'll put $1,000 in your bucket if you just knock it off. Come home. Casa del Padre, they've been asking after you. <laughs> yes, well, oh, I don't want to go there anymore. Ho, ho, ho. I don't like to be there. Ho, ho, ho. Santa's had enough of that GD place. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Ho, ho, ho. I did feel like I was losing my mind. Sorry, folks. We're going to get to the tip here in a second. Oh, we're definitely going to get to the tip. We're going to keep going with those 2024 predictions because this is the 2024 prediction show. And I got a big one coming up about chargers. But I just want to, I want to just, I want to just contextualize a little bit here. Look, I took the job as Santa at the Petco to get closer to Mike and Nate so I could spy on them and help us prepare for Tepsil Fest 2024, obviously. Obviously, that was it. It was a marriage of convenience of me to the Santa outfit. Hey, sometimes a marriage of convenience can spawn into a beautiful energy drink company, sexual train set, porn empire. No, well said, Ted. And the marriage of convenience to me being in the Santa suit was, I don't know, discovering like a whole new purpose and focus and community. I mean, like, it's so, Ted, I can't even explain it to you. I mean, I just, when you're there and you're ringing the bells and you're just, you're feeling it. And, and you know what happens, Ted, when you're Santa Claus? You know what happens when you're ringing that bell and people come into the Petco to buy an aquarium for their stupid reptile? They say, Merry Christmas. <laughs> They say, they, do. they say Merry Christmas. They don't say get away from me. They don't say what are you doing here. They don't say you're not allowed here. They say Merry They say Merry Christmas. You know how many times I heard someone say Merry Christmas to me this year, Ted? It was more times than I've ever heard in my life put together. Yeah. And look, things at Casa del Padre's estates were not going great pre-holiday. Things were getting slippery in there. Sure. It's notoriously haunted. You know, living with Marvin and Darby, you know when you just spend too much time with someone and you start to get a little mixed up? I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Well, I didn't either. But for instance, Mrs. Sullivan was Darby's mom, right? Mamie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I thought too. But Marvin got pretty convinced that it was his mom. I'm sorry. No way can Mamie Sullivan have had two sons and one looks like Marvin and one looks like Darby. <laughs> that would be like if Leonardo da Vinci was like, oh, I made this beautiful sculpture of David. And then I also made this urinal that says our mutt on the side. Yeah. Shout out Marvin. Shout out the urinal. No, exactly. I'm not saying that Marvin is her son. I'm saying Marvin sort of became convinced that he was 
Darby, I guess, for lack of a bit. It just got confusing. And I started to get in there, too. And then things really got confusing, you know? Well, it was about a year ago you were a mother. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just didn't need that. And Darby's just been gotten into painting. And he's doing these weird paintings. It just... The holidays can be hard for fathers. It can. You know, and I think three fathers is just too many. So I just thought, you know, the timing was really good for me to just take a break. And that was before I even knew I was going to be Santa. And then once I got into the Santa situation, I mean, ho, ho, ho. It's just been amazing, folks. It's just been amazing. You're alive again, aren't you? Yeah. The only issue here is that um, it's not Christmas anymore. Yes. (laughs) There's a name for people like you in the Santa community. Once a year, as we call you. (laughs) Yeah, and I've been meaning to talk about your forever Christmas friends. Yeah, did you like them? Great guys. Was that fun or was that fun? Yeah, so I want to just say uh, to Marcus and Greg, uh, please tell them that I I forgive them. I think they were pretty pepped up and they needed someone to take it out on. I understand. Well, Ted, you got to understand, like for the forever Christmas community, once a year is kind of like if I were to come into your situation and say, oh, your dad's a stupid POS. He doesn't care about you. He's just trying to get something from you. Eventually, mark my words, he's going to hurt you. Like that wouldn't be very nice to hear. And that's kind of what we hear when someone comes in and says, oh, you freaks need to knock it off. You're ruining my friend's life. He can't handle this right now. And it's not Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, even hearing it. So I'm I'm not going to say that anymore because I'm your friend and I love you. Look, let me just be really clear. I love you too. Let me be clear about something. I know it's not Christmas in as much as Christmas falls on December 25th. I know that. I'm not stupid. What we're saying though is like Christmas is a state of mind and... There's no reason that that has to be limited to any one day. The same way, like, we don't have, we don't only think about Apple on WWDC day. Okay, I'm understanding more. I just need to say one thing. Sure. Come sit on Santa's knee, Sonny. Ho, ho, ho. All right. <laughs> you know. So I'm nervous because Santa lives at the North Pole. Uh, yes, the real one does, yes. So where are you living, though? Well, a soldier never deserts his post, so I have to stay near the old bell. Mm -hmm. Or Salvation Army did take the bell and the bucket back. So I just have that. I've just been sort of clanging that pipe. Same effect. Mm -hmm. Same festive cheer. Very similar sound. Not weird. And not menacing. Can I just say, shout out to that family who didn't want to come in the Petco. It's not menacing. It's not menacing. So I've got the pipe, and I've been using that bucket we got for Darby for when he's the PNS boy. Oh. And so I've got my bucket, and I've got my pipe, and, well, I'm out front of the Petco, obviously. And you know, Ted, Ben, who runs the Petco, we said that he was a real pushover, kind of a POS, kind of pathetic. Yeah. He loves my Santa, and he said, quote, I'm so happy to not be alone around here anymore. Oh. So he gave me a dog bed to sleep on out front of the Petco. All right. Tim? You can tick that off your list of concerns. I'm sleeping on a dog bed. Okay, so you so Shout you're out sleeping Randy. on a dog oh bed. Oh my gosh, isn't that ironic? Yeah, it is. So just to recap, Tim. Yeah, yeah. It's January. You're still Santa. Ho, ho, ho. And you're not sleeping at Darby and Marvin's apartment because Marvin and Darby are losing track of who they are. And Darby's doing weird paintings. Am I getting this right? Yeah, roughly speaking. I mean, there's some other details in there too, like the beard I'm trying to grow, which you haven't mentioned. Yeah, I'll get into that. 
I mean, it's not, it's on its way, okay? I mean, Santa, he had a million years to grow his beard. I'm just getting started. Yes, and shout out Fuzzy Wuzzy the Caterpillar. And you know, this is so funny too. You know when you try to grow a beard and your eyebrows are the only thing that grow? Wait, wait, do it as Jerry Seinfeld. You know when you're trying to grow a beard to be Santa, but the only thing that comes in is your eyebrows? I don't need longer eyebrows. I already look like a cartoon owl. God, that's good. You ever notice how when you're sleeping in a dog bed, other dogs just seem to find you and they sniff and they bite you? And you'd say, hey, I'm not a dog. I'm Santa. And then someone says, hey, mister, don't hit my dog with that pipe. I wasn't going to hit it with the pipe. That's my bell. It's really good, Tim. Um, yeah, Ted, no, you have that mostly correct. And I I mean, when you say it that way, it sounds kind of silly to be worried about me, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and you know, Ted, honestly, I feel like, and sorry here if I'm stepping out of line, but as Santa, I, have, I do know a few things. Is there any possibility you're feeling a teensy bit jealous because you had to spend Christmas with your dad and Kyle and you guys went to that hot springs and you were out of town for like a, two weeks and the, you didn't you missed out on all the time being Santa? And part of you is like, well, I could have been a Santa too. And instead I was with my dad at the stupid hot springs. Like maybe, maybe this isn't about Santa. Maybe it's about something else. No, it's probably just about Santa, isn't it? Right. How was your Christmas, by the way? Well, look, Christmas was good. Went mountain biking for the first time. Oh, that's too bad. I got a ripstick. How was the hot springs? Oh, I, I didn't get in the water. I, I'm too scared to get in the hot... What if it turns into a volcano, you know, and I get boiled like a chicken? I'm glad you listened to what I said, yeah. Everyone's like, come on, come on, Ted, get in. Splish splash, it's fun. Oh, the mineral content. It's great for your skin. It's going to do wonders for your skin. But, you know, there was an upside of not getting into the hot springs, really, because you know, it meant I got to try out my new drone and my RC boat. Well, and Ted, I asked how the hot springs were, but I actually know a little bit just because you did go a little viral, minorly viral in that video. Um, child's toy boat causes disruption at hot spring. I did take the RC boat from the SQL train set, so it was a bit uh, ripe, if you will. And I was trying to shoot the end scene of Titanic for the OnlyFans so that I could just cut in all the rest of the stuff we filmed last week and just cut to the boat sinking. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I'm, gosh, you put so much money into the OnlyFans Titanic, Ted. Okay. So Jiminy K. Cameron, one of the greatest directors of all time, but when the hand in the steamy car hits the windscreen, and goes down, and you can imagine what's inside the car. You don't have to imagine anymore. No, what if the hand... Rolled down the window. Yeah, and, and, and then the camera's sort of zoomed right in. I also like how you are sort of reinterpreting that really fun scene of all the laborers down in the bottom of the ship, where in the movie they're dancing and doing their sort of ethnic traditions. Dancing with the big pistons, yep. Well, what if they were all f Yeah, well, I, and the point of view spin shot, but... They're all f same music. Yeah. You know the string quartet? Yeah. In real history, they were f on their instruments. Yeah, they would. I mean, people say the boat's going down. These are the last moments you have alive. It's very nice to think they picked up their instruments and played that Gavin Breyer song. But no, no. they in real life, if that happened, they would be like, well, boys, one at a time or all at once? Who wants the front end? And, and I want to just say, like, if anyone's asking, well, how did you cut around all the patrons in the hot tub? 
And the answer is they're part of it. I was just going to cover them up with sort of like JPEGs of icebergs in post. Uh, Yeah, or you could leave them and it could be just giants, which is interesting. That is quite interesting to think about, isn't it? Then I just want to say, Ted, I saw the footage, obviously, many times. And uh, this is a classic case of overreaction. (laughs) Ending 2023 the same way we started it. Overreaction. I think what did it was that the movie Titanic by Jiminy K. Cameron had a lot of models in it and Mm -hmm. and good CGI effects. I wanted to capitalize a bit on that, so I needed to have Stefan and Bronson on the front of the Titanic as it's going down, you know, doing their thing. Yeah. So what I did was I just rigged up a little model of the two of them that moved with a little micro motor on the front of the Titanic, and I think that's what got the other patrons at the hot spring a little worked up, I guess, to see those two tiny figurines doing that as they were trying to relax. And, and, you know, Ted, we know this is fathers. You can't win. It's like they get annoyed when they don't know what you're doing. Hey, why are you buzzing that boat around in here? We're all trying to relax in the hot spring. And then they get even more PO'd when you're like, I'm shooting this for a porn I'm making. Yeah. Shout out, Elon. You can't win one way or the other. People say, hey, Elon, you're running X bad and everyone hates it. Elon says, well, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And then they still hate it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a lot like that, actually. And also the one guy was mad because I know you did sort of run the boat into him quite a few times. Well, he just looks like the... The iceberg. What can I say? He really does. That icy look on his face. The drone kind of clipped his finger too, didn't it? Well, they'll do that, yeah. That said, Ted, he didn't need to threaten you like that, and he did not need to break your boat in half. Although, as the iceberg, he kind of did fulfill his role. And you know, Ted, one one thing I want to say too, you know, I got to hand it to your dad. He, um... He's made a lot of mistakes in his life, obviously, and some some mm-hmm. would some would say he is a snake in the grass and a, a real, like, cunning, deceptive man who is going to be caught out one of these days and learn his lesson, some would say. Sure. But he did come to your defense in that moment, in that pool, when that mean man broke your boat in half. Yeah, he body slammed him pretty good. Yeah, he really beat the living ass out of him. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, he's... Um, yeah. He went viral, too. Shout out. Runs in the family, I guess. Yep. Top of BuzzFeed. Very red man beats crap out of hot spring patron over a toy boat incident. Man was aggravated by child driving boat into him in pool. Correction, that was a dad, not a child. Raunchy RC boat causes punch up at local hot spring. One man hospitalized. Oh, you know, the one I liked. Local man steamed over X-rated boat incident in hot spring. That one I thought was kind of clever. Steamed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, shout out to the observer. Oh, by the way, did you see the new article in Zoot Suit Monthly about steam versus iron? Oh man, Mike Walters does the best articles. A lot of dads are throwing out their irons this month, I think, just based on that, you know. I can't believe I've been spending all this time with the tyranny of irons when I could have been steaming my Zoot. this is Tep Talk. All right, now we're going to get to the rest of our predictions here, but wait, how's Kyle? How's Kyle? How's Kyle? Ted, how's Kyle? Well, to be honest, yeah, he has been going through a hard time. Oh, no. Just because your dad sucks or what? No, he um, he got divorced. Wait, he, wait, Kyle was married? Yeah, I had no idea, but you know that model? Yeah. That wasn't just a picture on his phone. No. She exists. And she deed him. Oh, no. Oh, Kyle. Gosh. I mean, well, do, wait, does he need a place to stay? I mean, I could I could get another dog bed from Ben. I, uh... Does he want to sleep with me on a dog bed? As Santa? Does he want to sleep with me on a dog bed, Ted? No. Okay. I, well, look, I, I just... I'm going to let him sleep in the cyber truck. Oh, the cyber... Yeah, I let him sleep in the ah, cyber truck. Interesting, He's, interesting, uh... interesting. Sorry, I just want to clarify one thing. I just thought the cyber truck was so full of stuff that there was no room for anyone to sleep there. Yeah, well, I've taken all the toys out now to play with, so... Right, so Kyle's 
staying in. Oh, poor Kyle. I mean, if the Cybertruck gets too cramped, I mean, there's nothing but room here on the sidewalk. Just, just would you please, Ted, I'll text him. You know what? Actually, I'm just going to text him. Kyle, ho, 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 Santa here. Just kidding. It's Tim. I know you said not to text, but I heard about your situation with the model, her loss. Ho, ho, ho. If you need anywhere to stay, Santa's got plenty of room in his sack. Ho, ho, ho. Does that sound okay? That's great. I'm sure you'll like that. Oh, Ted, I just feel terrible about that. What happened? Did she go like criminally insane or what happened to her? Yeah, I think she must have just lost her GD marbles because why would one get rid of Kyle? Randy gets divorced and I'm like, yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Look, look, I can look at my relationship and I can say, I see where I made some mistakes. Like, you know, I should have asked to see Grace's birth certificate. And Seth, I take some responsibility for that. Mm. You know, and that jump, I tried to do that jump that one time when she was leaving and and I didn't really land it and I hurt my leg. You got on top of the fridge too? I got on top of the fridge and I tried to smash Dennis's head with a block of ice. You know, little things. But with Kyle, I'm like, what could he possibly have done wrong? Like he talks about himself all the time. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's he's an open book. He talks about himself almost constantly. Yeah. It's like this wonderful running narrative. He's got a podcast. He's got that success podcast about his grind set. He, he rises and grinds every day. He's what I call it alpha male. Absolutely. I mean, take that from me, a Sigma dad. Like, we know that he's good with women. Well, he's got a lot of friends and they're not just daddies. Yeah, no. He goes on a lot of holidays. So what's what's there not for a wife to love? I don't know. About that. I honestly, Ted, this is a little it disturbing. Is, people are strange these people days. People are very strange these days. Gosh, I mean, Ted, it's like, if he can't get his wife back, then what hope is there for you and me to get ours back? None. Literally nothing. But I'm, that ship sailed for me. Shout out the Titanic. How's he handling it, Ted? <sighs> At the moment, not well. Yeah, this is stage one. I mean, look, folks, we haven't really gone through this before. The five stages of divorce. Stage one is just like, oh, how could this happen? I'm going to get her back. I'm going to get her oh, back. No, oh, no, the shock. It's just that yeah. shock. And stage two is, oh, I'm going to get her I'm back. I'm going to get her back, whatever it takes. I'm going to kill that POS Dennis. Arr. Stage three is, is the grief. Yeah. What if I don't get her back? What if I don't have what it takes? What if we never loved each other? You know? Mm. And stage four is the is the resignation. Like I'm I'm not mm. gonna get her back. It's just not gonna happen, you know, and, and maybe that's for the best. And then stage five is actually I'm gonna get her back. Yeah, it's in the bag. And then, you know, we all get there eventually, but it's a painful process. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna stay on stage four personally. Ted, people go forwards and backwards. We know this. Shout out Bronson and Stefan. You'll get there. Uh, so he's still in the hurt stage. What's he doing to try to get her back? Like doing a musical or of sorts, he's trying to learn the guitar right now. Oh wow. I guess he thinks if he can shred it it'll go somewhere towards getting her back, but he's still just playing deep purple. Well, that's a good start, honestly. Did you have any sense, Ted, of like what the inciting incident was? Like she didn't have a live-in cousin, did she? Well, I can't, I'm not exactly sure. He went on a holiday uh, with his friend, Jessica. They went to a team building and leadership retreat. They posted some fun photos. And then I think that's when the S hit the F when he got back from that. Um, so I guess Mrs. Um, Kyle. Yeah, I guess Mrs. Kyle just wasn't down with Grindset. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make much understand. sense to me. It doesn't I make can't any get sense. my head around yeah, it. It's baffling to me. Oh wait, Ted. So is Jessica coming to stay in the Cybertruck as well? They're going to make a little home there. No, Jessica. I guess was uh, she didn't know about his model, Mrs. Kyle wife. Yeah. 
So for some reason, she didn't like that. So she's not around anymore. Shout out Titanic. It's like a lot of miscommunication going on here. I don't get it at all. Mysteries of love, folks. Mysteries of love. Shout out Julie Cruz. Now, Tim, 2024 predictions. Oh, yes. Okay. Time to get down to it. I mean, the big thing on everyone's mind is, of course, the dreaded USB-C cable. Yeah. Shout out every daddy who doesn't want to have a bite. They are forcing it into our mouths. They really are. The EU is saying, just taste it. You don't have to finish it. But you do have to put it in your mouth. Otherwise, you won't be able to watch The Simpsons before bed. In America, we got our mouths clenched tight. I actually saw a tweet just today, Ted, from the EU on X. They said, starting in December at the end of this year, all mobile phones, tablets, and cameras in the EU are going to have one charging cable. It's disgusting. I want to have my cables, different cables for different devices, because that way you can keep things straight. It's like how Kyle has all those different phones he uses, and he, he and I remember he said, each one he texts for different friends of his. Yeah. That way there's no confusion. It's just simple that way. You're not accidentally sending one thing to Jessica that you mean to send to Cindy. No, that'd be, that'd be bedlam. That'd be mayhem. And look what happened. Case in point, woke Europe making us all use the one cable. So here's a little history corner for you all. 400 years ago, our forefathers said enough of this BS and came to America. And it was exactly for stuff like this. It was because King James wrote a Bible and said, you can't do all the weird stuff, get out, leave and go to America. They said, yeah, sure, we want to because we want to Yeah, use the cables we want. Yeah, I throw corn at each other's naked A's. Generally, just have a good time. You know what this is, Ted? I mean, this is basically just like they're putting the dongles on the chopping block. Yeah, they are. I feel bad for the dongle communities out there. Oh, hey, you know your best friend, these dongles? They're D. We're going to rip their throats out. I mean, what are we going to fill our cargo pants with now? So, well, that's assuming we even get to keep wearing cargo pants, Ted. You know what? You're absolutely right. Franz Eftenand or someone from the Austro-Hungarian Empire could just be like, we can have no more cargo pants on the dads of the world. Well, you know what else is going to say? Oh, it's not fair for fedoras. Mm. You're not allowed to wear a fedora because of woke. You have to wear a beanie. You have to wear a little knit beanie. Shout out Bronson with his little beanie that he wears. With woke, anything could happen. I think that's definitely going to happen next. It's going to be like, oh, if Stefan and Bronson are playing Jack and Diane in Titanic, then how can they also be the immigrants who are effing and essing in the cargo hold? That's montage, baby. And it also creates a dreamlike environment. Can you tell the past apart from a dream? Well, and then they come to me, they say, oh, uh, you're not actually allowed to be Santa. It's not December. You need to move on. You're being a nuisance. This looks sad and disgusting. It's disgusting. And you're sleeping on a dog bed. So we need a new world war. Well, that's it for this week's show. Yep, Tim, here's my 2024 wish for you. I wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you, Ted, because it is Christmas. Yep. Shout out, actually, by the way, to our new listeners, Marcus and Greg from the Forever Christmas community. Super happy to have you here, guys. Yeah, really happy to have you. And I want to just say right now, Marcus and Greg, if you have any ideas for improving the show, let me know. I would love your feedback. Yes, and thank you for joining us for Tip Talk this January. Hey, we got to get out of here. I have got to ring my ding-dong bell. Also, uh, I got to keep moving because <laughs> those genie dogs do come and they'll get at you if you're not. Um, there's a lot of wild dogs 
dogs around here. Hey, shout out dogs, by the way. Thank you, Randy, for the use of your house for Christmas. Yes, uh, we appreciate that. That was great. And uh, you'll never catch us. No, yeah, and it wasn't It wasn't us. We were just and pretending. So, hey, folks, we'll be back next week. Super excited to talk about the Apple journaling app. Did Apple just oh, oh. invent journaling? I think they did, actually. Yeah, and we're going to be cracking into that. So we'll see you then, guys. See you next week. Bye. Now, oh, I see some people in the parking lot who looks like they need some holiday cheer. One minute, one minute, one minute. Hey! Hey! Oh, Tim. Hey, Santa! Oh, come on! With woke. It's with woke. Kids don't even do Santa anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they just didn't see you. What's the deal with kids? They see a pipe. They think you want to hurt them. It's just my bell. Do you ever think about who's playing the Seinfeld bass? I assume it's Jerry Seinfeld who plays the bass. I think it is. They should let Jerry play the bass on the show. I think so. Imagine if it was like Mr. Rogers and he walks into his apartment and he's like... I think George is just like, well, I got kicked out of the Best Buy. Like, you got kicked out of the Best Buy? What were you doing? I was trying to use the printers. And then Kramer just comes blasting through the door and he just goes right out the window. Too much momentum. Yeah, head tops. Just through the window. Yep.